Hey, hey, sisters. Welcome back to another episode here on the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson, and today we are continuing on with part two of this episode with Lisa Lazat, and she is sharing with us five steps to easy home maintenance through her nightly reset routine. It's super powerful. So be sure to listen in. And if you haven't already, go back and listen to part one of this episode where Lisa shares her personal story and experience going from feeling overwhelmed by home management, living in reactive mode to living intentionally as a minimalist. And she shares some amazing home habits with us in that one as well. Are you overwhelmed by your never-ending to-do list? Are you tired of your schedule running you? Do you struggle to find balance or harmony between mom life and everything else that you have on your heart and on your plate? If you're here, you're likely a busy mama wearing multiple hats, the most important of which being child of God and mom simultaneously. You desire to live more intentionally, striving to be a good steward of all the gifts that God has given you, and you want more productively peaceful days. Welcome to the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson, Jesus freak, mom blessed by adoption, wife, wonderluster, and your intentional living and biblical mindset coach. On this podcast, you will find abundant motherhood solutions that will set you free from the chaos, overwhelm, that never-ending to-do list, and help you create a schedule that actually works for you and your family. My mission is to help busy mamas just like you establish faithful foundations, live from purposeful priorities, and master your motherhood mindset. If you're here, you're ready to say yes to intentional, productive, and peaceful days in Jesus. So grab your cold brew and your planner or strap those kiddos into the car seat and let's jump into today's episode. I was curious if you could give us um, a couple of tips for what these habits for easy home maintenance could look like. Yes. I'm so glad that you asked because that is something that I teach in my five step sequence of taking somebody from cluttered and chaos and totally overwhelmed to simple, simple. And I, it, it's something that I had to learn myself and learn firsthand. And I'm really passionate about teaching people. This is the, the simple habit that I've learned is the idea of resetting. Just first of all, getting down to a place where your home is simple, is manageable, is within your capacity. Now, when you get it down to something that's within your capacity, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's all going to stay perfect all of the time. That's where the habits come in. And my number one habit that I have found that helps me on a daily basis. And I always, if you follow me on social media, you might see me doing my nightly reset and I reset my kitchen every single night. And then I have four different other, four other areas that I reset. So it's basically following the flow of my evening and my house. So after dinner, we re I reset the kitchen. My kids are typically a part of that because they are wash dry and putting away their dishes. We don't use our dishwasher. I have five people in my family and I've just figured, found out that 
um, the dishwasher just adds a lot more time. And if I can just train them and train myself and train them to have this habit of wash, dry, put away, wash, dry, put away. It's literally, it takes maybe less than a minute when the dishwasher, it's like, you have to rinse it and you have to load it. Then you have to wait. Then you have to let it steam. Then you have to unload it. Like, oh my gosh, that was beyond my capacity to do all that. But some people are the opposite. And in my courses and in my coaching, I tell them, I'm like, what does your capacity look like? Does that look fun to you? Does that look okay? If it doesn't look okay to you, it didn't look okay to me. I was like, dude, I can literally get a spray bottle and put it on the side of my sink and have a rag there all the time. And when I'm done using that plate and that fork, that those two items, I can literally just wash dry, put it away. Oh my gosh, it's done. I don't have to, I don't have to think about it. I don't have to make a date later on to remember to empty the dishwasher so that it's empty for a like routine of putting my kids, putting it in there. I'm like, no, 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 no. We're going to, we're going to take that step out. Everybody's washing, drying and putting away their own plates. And I'll have these moms that will reach out to me. They're like, well, I have a baby. I'm like, okay, let's, let's paint this picture in your head. You're sitting down, you, your husband, your baby, he's got his own plate and his own fork and his own cup. That's three things he washes. He takes care of that. Your baby, it's like he has a plate and a fork and maybe a sippy cup. Like you can't wash, dry, put it away that those things. And so we sometimes we get in our own way and we make tasks harder than they really are. And um, I had a friend that sent me this story of this monk and he had a, an apprentice that was eating soup with him and he was like, you know, they were sitting down, they were eating soup and everything. And the apprentice asked the monk, he said, okay, I'm, I'm done with, I'm done with, with lunch. Wh what do I do now? He's like, you wash your bowl. That's literally the next step that you do. You wash your bowl. You don't do anything at next. You wash your bowl. You do the exact, you do the very next step. And I was like, wow, just that little, we, we jump ahead way too far ahead of our actions and our routines and everything, but literally just do the very next thing, complete the cycle. It, it goes with laundry as well. Like we think that clothes are going to jump from the washing machine into our, our closets and our drawers, but we literally have to complete the cycle. We have to, we, we start the process, but we, you know, we have to complete it. So I take people through this five steps of, um, resetting your mindset, kind of like getting into this minimalist, mindful, minimalist mindset, teaching them how to live within their capacity, what their capacity looks like, what their ideal, perfect day looks like, and all the things that are getting in the way of that. Then I take them through identifying habits that have gotten them into the place that they're at and what habits we need to have in place to achieve the goals that they really want to have or to get on a daily basis. Then I take them through this third step is setting up their environment. And that goes through the process of decluttering. It goes through the process of weeding out and organizing. And then the fourth process is, or the fourth step is setting up systems. So this is not only do we declutter the space, but now we're going to set up the space so that it can support the habits that we want to establish. Habits are so much easier to achieve when they are a no-brainer. Like I have, like for instance, wherever you put your toothbrush, you have a habit of putting your toothbrush back in the same place because you have set up that environment 
to where that habit is a no-brainer. So we need to set up our environment in a way that it is a no-brainer that that is what happens. And then the fifth step is the one that you just asked me about is the simple daily routine, the daily habit. And it's the habit of resetting, the habit of knowing what your space, the baseline of what your space is supposed to look like, ideally for you. And for me, that looks like in my kitchen, completely clear counters. I don't have decorations on my counters. The only thing that's on my counter is our coffee pot because we use it every single morning. And I want my husband to have that experience of waking up and his coffee's already been brewed because I remember to set the timer the night before. So I want to create that experience for him. And then the only other thing that we have on our counter is a basket of fruit because I want to encourage healthy habits in my kids. And if they're sitting at the island, and a fruit basket is right in front of them, they're just going to be talking with me and eating that orange. And they're, they're not even going to be thinking, they're not having to think too hard about eating healthy or the habit of eating healthy because it's the, the environment supports that. And so at night, I have five different areas that as I flow through my house that I reset. The first one is my kitchen. The second one is our living room because typically we're hanging out in the living room after dinner. I'm reading a book. My husband's browsing all the things on his phone. My kids are watching their fun, you know, show or whatever they're doing. And then when it's bedtime, I say, all right, let's reset the living room. And what does that look like? Well, our, our living room is very minimal. So it looks like putting blankets back in the blanket basket. It looks like resetting pillows. It looks like if we have laundry, putting laundry away. Thank you. It looks like everybody grabbing up their laundry because I've also recruited my husband. I'm the, the putter awayer of the laundry and he's the folder. Like he will sit there and watch his favorite show and fold the laundry. And so the nightly reset looks like, okay, everybody grab their laundry. Let's go brush our teeth. So then that leads us into the next area of resetting is the bathroom. We're brushing our teeth. We are, I have on my, my bathroom counter. So you know how like in your kitchen, you have like a, a rag or something or a sponge to keep your kitchen all nice and clean and the counters all clean. Well, I have just been like, well, I want my, my bathroom to stay clean. So yeah, it doesn't look great, but I have this little, the little scotch green pad. I just keep one beside my, my bathroom sink. And because that helps me, I'm, I'm setting up my environment to achieve what I really want to have. And I want to have a clear sink. I want to have a clear sink. I want to have a clear counter. And so I set it up and it's all these little things that we have been like, you know, accustomed to think that that's not normal. It's not normal to keep a sponge beside your bathroom sink, but it's normal in your kitchen sink. And so I've just trained myself to be like, okay, this is what I need to keep my bathroom clean. And so we reset the bathroom. We make it look nice. You know, restaurants, they clean their bathroom like multiple times a day. And I just got to thinking for myself, I deserve to have a clean bathroom. When I go into the bathroom, I deserve for it to be clean. So some people, I used to be like, I don't even know when the last time the bathroom was clean, but now I'm like, okay, we're going to, we're going to switch the toilet because I want to have a clean bathroom. So most nights the bathroom gets a a reset. And it's so quick. It's so quick because I've set it up so simple. And I tell my kids, if they do it, um, I tell them top to bottom cleaning. And what that looks like is you have one rag, one spray bottle, and you quickly spray the mirror. You quickly spray the, the sink 
and you quickly spray the top of the, the toilet and then you spray the inside of the toilet and you switch around. It literally takes two minutes. So the whole idea of wash dry, put away for your, your dishes, we've brought that into the bathroom and it's like, okay, we're going to reset the bathroom for the night. After we brush our teeth, we use the bathroom, everything. Somebody's going to reset the bathroom, top to bottom cleaning. It literally takes two minutes to clean my bathroom. And so for the shower, this is a good habit that I've learned. And I actually did a podcast episode on this. I think it's like, it's in the earlier podcast episodes, but I, I literally clean my shower every single night. And it's so easy because I set up a shower cleaning caddy in my shower and I have one of those green little pads and that's all I use. I literally take that green little pad and I wipe the wall while I'm showering. I wipe the wall. I put it on the floor of the, the, um, the bathtub. I use my feet and I'm like, I'm still in the shower. I'm enjoying my shower and everything. I'm literally wiping down my shower and it stays so clean just by doing that. And so setting up the environment, setting up the systems helps me to do these habits on a daily basis. Now you might think, oh, she's, she's such a neat freak. She's like OCD. Y'all, I am not, I am not OCD at all. I used to like, um, let my bathroom, my shower or my toilet go as long as I could just to see if my husband would catch on to see if he would like clean it. (laughs) Don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) don't try to like, you know, sabotage your husband and your relationship that way. But I, I got to thinking, I want to treat myself. I want to bless myself to a clean shower. When I shower, I want to bless myself to a clean toilet when I go to the bathroom. And so I'm going to set up my environment that I can easily clean these spaces on a daily or every other day basis. And so I don't want to give the impression, oh my gosh, she's cleaning everything every single day. No, it's the idea of resetting. I'm already in the shower. I'm just going to stack the like light rubbing down of my shower walls with the habit I'm already doing anyway. So I got to set up my environment so that that habit can take place. A lot of people will do what their moms did and they will save all their cleaning for Saturday. And they'll do all their cleaning on Saturday. I'm like, I'm not spending my Saturday cleaning. I will just clean. I will just, I will tack on my cleaning habit onto all my other habits. And so I'm never cleaning. So I actually have a podcast episode called um, Stop Cleaning and Do This Instead. And it's the idea of resetting. It's just resetting your space. All right. So that was, that was area number three. So then we go up to the bedrooms and we tuck the kids in. And before we tuck them in, we give ourselves enough time that we're not stressed out. We're not like, Oh, get in bed. so we can have our adult time. No, we give ourselves enough time. And it's, it's also a priority to us to pray over our children at night, allow for time to talk. We want to connect with our kids. It's just important for us. And so before we allow that to happen, we say, okay, I'm not coming up to your bedroom. I am not tucking you in. I'm not cuddling with you until you reset your room. If their room has gone too far and they need my help to help them reset, then I'll help them reset the room. But typically my two boys, they share a room together. My daughter, she's, she takes care of her own room. She's easy, <laughs> but the boys mainly, and I, And they do it. They know what resetting looks like. I don't even use the word clean with them because I tell them when I want them to clean, go clean the bathroom. And they know that they get a spray bottle and a rag. When I want them to go reset, they go reset 
their space. They know what that looks like. They know the baseline of what their room is supposed to look like. And so we are already tacking on the habit of tucking them in at night and cuddling with them and, and praying over them with the habit of resetting their bedroom. So all of this follows the progression of our night. And so for me at the end of the night, my, my fifth and final reset is my, my just dumping everything out of my brain. If I'm carrying anything around in my mind that I need to do tomorrow or the next day, I'm just going to dump it all out on a piece of paper on my calendar. I'm also checking my calendar. I used to just not know what was going on in the world. All of this, I feel like I've done for myself. And now I'm like just sharing with other people what's worked for me. Um, But like knowing, like preparing myself what's to come for tomorrow, instead of being reactive to my schedule, being intentional and knowing, okay, what, what preparing my mind, what's to come. Okay. Now I need to time block my work schedule based on our family schedule. When am I going to get my, my work done in there and homeschooling and all the other things. So at the end of the night, I just refresh my memory of what's to come tomorrow if any thoughts are lingering around and y'all, I sleep really good because of this habit. Like I'm not thinking of anything. I curl up with my little book. I have let go of my work at night or in the earlier in the day. And I am just like, my mind is free. Like it's unburdened by pressures or anything like that. So that is my five-step reset at the end of the night that I really want and encourage other people to do. I love that. So, so much goodness you just shared um, about this nightly reset. I set a goal uh, maybe almost a year and a half ago that I'm going to make sure my kitchen is cleaned up before I go to bed every night. And so um, I love that you shared that because I'm like, hey, I've already almost kind of started this and started implementing it. Um, I loved, I love that you talked about just how much of it really is a mindset. Like, it's not about being OCD or a neat freak or anything like that. You're like, I want to bless myself. And so I'm going to set up my environment in a way that does that. And, um, and habit stacking is, is really huge and powerful in my world too. And so I'm so glad that you mentioned that because you can very easily take something that you're already doing and just add another thing to the end of that, that next habit that you want to incorporate on something that's already working. That's already habitual for you and going really well. Um, and then I love that you talked about no brainer habits, right? Like you cleaning your shower. It just happens when you're in the shower now, or, you know, this nightly reset of the bathroom and the bedroom and things like that. Just make it so simple. And you said it's, it's all so quick because you've made it so simple. And I love that. I love, love, love everything that you've shared with us today, Lisa. Um, if people want to connect with you and like you said, follow you on Instagram or learn more about, um, this course, or you'd mentioned your podcast, where can people find you? All right. So the best place to find anything that you want to connect with me on is habitsandhome.com. Just really simple habitsandhome.com. My podcast, you can find my podcast there, social media and all the things, but you can also find me on Instagram, Facebook, habitsandhome.com. Now I'm there a little bit, not a lot because that is I've learned it's beyond my capacity and I have, you know, weeded it out a little bit and decluttered. And so I'm, I'm there 
I share probably like two to three times a week, but my podcast is also the habits and home show. And I have two episodes a week where I give you tips and tricks for managing your home and living more simply. Awesome. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Lisa, for all of this um, valuable information that you've shared with us today. We talked uh, a little bit in the beginning about minimalism and wrapped up here with habits for easy home maintenance by making it simple. And I know this episode has blessed me. I pray that it will bless the listeners here today as well. And I thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Sasha. I enjoyed it. I hope this episode blessed you today. And if it has, do not hesitate to share it with a friend or share it on your socials. You never know who else would benefit from this episode. Also, I would love more than anything if you would scroll down and leave me a five-star and written review right here on Apple Podcasts. I read every single one of them and they mean so much to me. And if you're not already, don't hesitate to jump into the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus community where we'll continue talking about this episode and more.